It's 6 p.m. and you are tuned to your community radio station, KVMR FM Nevada City, KCPC Camino. Today is Friday, July 9th, 2021. Thanks for stopping by. It's time for the KVMR Evening News. I'm Kelly Reese. Lily Jamali gives us the lowdown on repercussions the state will face after this intense heat on tonight's California Report. Then, why Bank of America wants out of a controversial contract California's Employee Development Department just renewed. We'll hear from the California News Service before we take a brief look at headlines and weather in your neck of the woods. Then, Felton Pruitt speaks with Chris Kelly of the band Petty Love to close out our Friday evening newscast. This is the California Report. I'm Lily Jamali. Governor Gavin Newsom is asking all Californians to voluntarily cut back their water usage as drought conditions get worse across the state. At a news conference yesterday, Newsom said people can conserve by taking shorter showers and watering their lawns less often. We're hopeful that people in the state of California will take that mindset they brought into the last drought and extend that forward with a 15 percent voluntary reduction. The governor's office says if Californians reduce their water usage by 15 percent, that could save enough to supply 1.7 million households for a year. Governor Newsom is facing a recall election in September and has so far refrained from ordering any mandatory water restrictions. But the state has expanded its drought emergency to 50 counties. Only eight, mostly in Southern California plus San Francisco, are not under a regional drought state of emergency. The emergency proclamation makes it easier for local and state water agencies to address water supply issues and it loosens environmental regulations. With more hot weather expected across much of California this weekend, the state's power grid operator has called for Californians to voluntarily conserve energy beginning this afternoon. The flex alert calls for conservation from 4 o'clock to 9 o'clock tonight in order to ease the expected strain on the power grid. This is the third major heat wave this year, and each has been accompanied by a flex alert. Temperature highs in some of the hottest inland areas of California are expected to top 120 degrees this weekend. Well, after California's grid operator Kaiso called rolling blackouts last August, regulators extended the expiration date of four aging power plants. These plants are the fossil fuel burning kind known as old clunkers. And despite the state's clean energy goals, they got that reprieve to ensure our grid didn't fall short again. But when the last heat wave hit California last month, all did not go according to plan. As Politico's Colby Burmel reports, he joins me now. Hi, Colby. Hey there, Lily. Thanks so much for having me. So how did these plants perform, these old clunkers, as you call them? These plants did not perform as they were expected to, unfortunately. Uh, I looked at grid operator data to find that three of the four plants whose lives were extended, their units experienced what's called forced outages, which mostly um, refers to malfunctions with their equipment, but it could also be for a host of other reasons. And for some of these units at these plants, they were out for days, if not a full week at a time. And so these are plants that were supposed to be like a plan B and they weren't available. That's pretty concerning. Yeah, right. Exactly. And that's kind of the whole point of why state regulators wanted to extend their lives. And they did so uh, begrudgingly because they know about the environmental impacts of these plants. They foul the ocean water. They harm like marine life. They put out lots of localized air pollution. So they said that because we are waiting for more uh 
clean energy to come online, we're gonna wait a few years and to keep these old plants online just so we can keep the lights on. But as we saw um, just a few weeks ago, they did not uh, do their job, which raises lots of questions. And you talked to some legislators about what you found. What did they have to say about all this? Yeah, so I talked with the two uh, state lawmakers uh, that represent one of the plants in uh, Redondo Beach, which is in the LA area. And both of them are not happy at all with one, the fact that these plants did not do their job as advertised and two, that they produce lots of pollution and are very harmful to the environment. And um, in fact, one of them, Assemblyman Al uh, Maritsuchi, he uh, introduced a bill last year that would have actually prevented state regulators from extending the plants' lives. And while that board uh, bill um, did not go forward, he told me that all options like are on the table now in terms of maybe uh, bringing that bill back, like are taking other action. And we should note that Assemblyman Muratsuchi, not only does he represent that area, he also sits on the Assembly Utilities Committee. You have been, before I let you go, you've been looking at the most up-to-date information. So just on Thursday, yesterday, you checked out the Kaisa website. Are these plants that were offline during the last heat wave, are they back online right now? Um, two of the four plants are, which is interesting. So uh, two of the four <laughs> plants, they are experiencing outages as of Thursday. And that's enough electricity, if running at full steam, that could power hundreds of thousands, if not millions of homes. So so even now, um, these same plants are, are still experiencing forced outages. And it's even more likely that more outages will occur due to the high temperatures. Yeah, it's going to be pretty dicey. All right. Well, Colby Brumell, thank you so much for your reporting, and we'd love to have you back soon. Thanks so much, Lloyd. And Colby is a reporter with Politico. The state's Employment Development Department has re-upped a controversial contract with Bank of America. The thing, though, is that B of A says it wants out of that contract. The California Report's Mary Franklin Harvin has the details. The decision to renew the contract was out of Bank of America's hands, according to a company statement. It was up to only EDD to decide whether to renew, and the agency chose to, for up to another two years. The contract is for Bank of America debit cards, which EDD uses to get people their unemployment benefits. Under the contract, both EDD and Bank of America were set to share transaction fees, which some reports say now are in the tens of millions. But at a state hearing early this year, B of A told legislators it had lost hundreds of millions of dollars because of card hacks and other dysfunction. And now some of the legitimate cardholders who got caught in these hacks have filed a class action lawsuit against B of A. They say the bank froze their cards and access to much-needed benefits without proper investigation. For the California Report, I'm Mary Franklin Harvin. Support for the California Report comes from Eric and Wendy Schmidt through the Schmidt Family Foundation, working together to create a just world where all people have access to renewable energy, clean air and water, and healthy food. On the web at theschmidt.org. Paint Care, now with 800 drop-off sites in California, where households and businesses can recycle their leftover paint. More at paintcare.org. And Stanford Medicine protecting your health and providing dependable care with safe in-person appointments and video visits. StanfordHealthCare.org slash AdaptingCare. care. 
And that is the California Report for this Friday, July 9th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. Our engineers are Danny Bringer and Katie McMurrin, with assistance from Seal Muller. Our producers are Mary Franklin Harvin and Keith Mizuguchi. Our senior editor is Angela Corral. Our director of news is Vinny Tong. Our executive editor is Ethan Tobin Lindsay, and our chief content officer is Holly Kernan. I'm Lily Jamali. Thanks for listening, and have a great weekend. More than 60% of adults reported weight problems during the pandemic, according to the American Psychological Association. So experts have some tips on getting back into your groove this summer. COVID-19 disrupted everyone's food and exercise routines, stranded many in front of a screen all day, and led to increased isolation. Dr. Donna O'Shea with United Healthcare says the stress led some to overeat and others, especially teens, to develop an eating disorder. We see both ends of the spectrum, people who had excess snacking, but we also see that in others, the same kind of stress caused them to not eat and to really put their health at risk. She says it's important to reestablish routines that include the basics, good nutrition, regular exercise, and sufficient sleep. She recommends using a fitness tracker and getting your steps in a little at a time throughout the day before working up to a goal of eight to 10,000 steps a day. Many companies offer wellness programs. United Healthcare offers a free online motivational tool at uhcstepup.com. There, people can sign a pledge to make health a priority this summer. It is part of an attempt to set a Guinness World Record for most pledges received for a health campaign in one month, ending on July 15th. Connie Sobchak is executive director of a Berkeley-based nonprofit called The Body Positive and author of a book called Embody. She says it's important to be kind and gentle with our bodies and recognize that they helped us survive the pandemic when so many people did not. Please don't go on a diet because it will backfire. Slowly make changes to increase movement in our lives. Dance in your living room. I mean, just start moving your body and feeling good in your body. And then add in more nutritious foods. She urges people to recognize the amount of stress they've been under and cut themselves some slack, warning that energy spent feeling negative about their body just adds to the stress and leads to poor health outcomes. For California News Service, I'm Suzanne Potter. As we heard earlier on the California Report, there's a statewide flex alert this evening from 4 to 9 p.m. California's power grid operator urges consumers to reduce energy and help relieve stress on the state's power grid by setting thermostats to 78 degrees, avoiding use of major appliances such as dishwashers and laundry machines, and turning off all unnecessary lights. California ISO says the flex alert comes in response to the state's excessive heat wave and Southern Oregon's bootleg wildfire, which is threatening power lines. The U.S. Forest Service reports the bootleg fire burning in the fremont Wenema National Forest is nearing 39,000 acres and is at 0% containment. Nevada County's Department of Social Services has cooling centers open and available for this weekend's excessive heat wave. The Grass Valley Library, Madeline Helling Library in Nevada City, and Penn Valley Library are open until 5 p.m. tonight. The Grass Valley and Penn Valley Libraries will both act as cooling centers open 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. on Saturday and Sunday. These areas of heat refuge provide air conditioning, Wi-Fi, water, and snacks. Pets are allowed given they remain leashed and well-behaved. 
Masks are required at all times and COVID-19 screenings will be conducted before admittance. This evening from 7 to 8, stay in your cool home and log on to Music in the Mountains, virtual encore of Strings in the Summertime. The String Orchestra performs musician and listener favorites from Mozart, Tchaikovsky, and George Walker. The Miners Foundry hosts Grateful Dead enthusiasts the Nipper Brothers tonight from 8 to 11 p.m. The Sacramento Bass Band will perform Grateful Dead songs along with other dead-friendly material. What is dead-friendly material, one may ask? Nipper Brothers' strong vocal harmonies will be put to use on work from the likes of J.J. Kale, Van Morrison, and Railroad Earth. The grand opening of the Nissanon Arts and Culture Gallery space on Broad Street in downtown Nevada City takes place tomorrow evening from 6 to 9. The gallery will commence with California Heritage Indigenous Research Project's 5th Annual Visibility Through Art Exhibition. This year's theme is Destruction of the Land, Destruction of the People. Visibility Through Art was inspired by the Nevada City Rancheria Nissanon Tribe's desire to collaborate with local artists. Art viewing will begin at 6. Tribal spokesperson Shelley Covert and several of the artists will speak and share more about the exhibit from 7 to 8.30. Renowned architect Julia Morgan's North Star House opens to the public tomorrow evening from 5 to 7. Morgan built the 10,000-square-foot arts and crafts-style home in 1905. Investors and visiting dignitaries of the North Star Mine rubbed elbows in its heyday, and it has since been listed on both the National Register of Historic Places and the California State Historic Buildings Register. The home suffered severe damage and vandalism after sitting vacant for more than 20 years. The North Star Historic Conservancy, which now owns and operates the house, spearheaded a massive renovation project to preserve and protect the historic landmark. Much was able to be done during the pandemic shutdown, and they now invite the community to see the improvements. Saturday's open house will feature garden and home tours by docents, live music, and food and drinks. Slather on that sunscreen, don a wide-brimmed hat, and bring a gigantic reusable water bottle for tomorrow's Art Walk, Grass Valley. The second Saturday of the month means artists, musicians, tasting rooms, outdoor exhibitions, and more in downtown Grass Valley from 11 to 3. This is true dedication to the arts, people. DJ Jamal and Max and Pepper will provide musical entertainment despite the intimidating temperatures. Talk about commitment to the craft. As you saunter Mill Street and hopefully not melt, take in the temporary mural project Live Love Art by the Grass Valley Downtown Association and Greater Grass Valley Chamber of Commerce board members and community artists. Tomorrow evening from 8 to 11, Electric Gypsy Jazz Band, Earls of Newtown, perform at the Miner's Foundry. If you like your live music with a touch of the dramatic flair, this vaudeville-inspired musical circus, comprised of an eight-piece ensemble, might have your name written all over it. And now, for regional weather. The National Weather Service reports a widespread and dangerous heat wave begins in much of our listening area today. An excessive heat warning is in effect from noon today through Monday evening. In Grass Valley in Nevada City, tonight, clear skies with a low around 75. Tomorrow, Surprise, surprise, sunny and hot with a high near 105. In Truckee and Lake Tahoe, tonight, mostly clear skies with a low around 56. Tomorrow, sunny, a high near 91. And in Sacramento and Woodland, tonight, clear skies with a low around 72. Tomorrow, to put it mildly, sunny and hot with a high near 111. Coming up, 
Felton Pruitt speaks to Petty Love founding member Chris Kelly. The band, dedicated to the memory of Tom Petty and his music, is set to play the upcoming Deer Creek Music Festival. Here the two discuss the band's origins and others in the festival's lineup. We're talking with Chris Kelly. He's the manager and founding member of the band Petty Love, who's playing the Deer Creek Music Festival. Well, you know all the information, Chris. When's that festival coming up? That festival's going to be July 24th. It's from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. at Pioneer Park. That's a Miner's Foundry production, I understand. It is. Miner's Foundry is producing the show, and boy, you want to talk about having a hard time to fit in a date. We had to figure somewhere in the schedule, and we landed right on July 24th, two weeks before the Jerry Bash. Explain to people what Petty Love is all about, the band Petty Love. Got a really simple mission. We began this thing just to say goodbye to Tom Petty as a little one-off show at the now-defunct Old Republic Brewery, and um, it just sort of migrated and put together a permanent band. Early 2018, a few months after the show, the main show at the brewery, and uh, the thing kind of took off. You know, our whole mission statement is just we're just rocking the music of Tom Petty with love. We realized after playing a few shows that people really need the music. There's a lot of Petty fans out there that are still really sad about Tom Petty dying, his passing, and we're just kind of a vehicle for them. We're just kind of a vessel for them to come out, have a really great time, listen to his music. We try to do it as close to authentic as possible and uh, we go to a lot of trouble getting it that way and people really do appreciate what when we show up to play for them i remember watching petty love play a couple years ago now i've been playing tom petty on the radio as long as i've been on the radio i mean tom's career and mine kind of kind of (laughs) yeah we're we're the same so we're, we're old guys i just was amazed when i was watching one of the first petty love shows how much i knew every word to every song and i didn't think that i knew every word to every song but i did it's ingrained in your in your DNA, Felton. Because the whole crowd sings along with you then. Oh, the more people sing along, the better it sounds. It's amazing how people are just so up on all the lyrics to all the petty songs. We try to pull pull these new obscure tunes out of the out of the woodwork and it's great when you're up there when I'm up there singing a song or Johnny's singing, any one of us are singing at you can see people they're singing right along. You can tell they're singing the right and correct words, and it, it's it's kind of a thrill. It's really it's really something else. We're getting so much more than we bargained for out of this whole project. So we've got the Deer Creek Music Festival. It's happening July 24th over at Pioneer Park in Nevada City. Who else is playing that day? Oh, got an awesome lineup. Starting out the show is going to be Patrick Donahue, and Patrick Donahue does this really incredible kind of throat singing thing. It almost sounds like his voice turns into a didgeridoo. He's going to be open in the show. And then Tim High, who, who is a, a phenomenal sound man at the Crazy Horse, also a phenomenal musician. And he's got a really cool band called Tim High and the Mighty. They're going to be second up, and they do all kinds of cool classic rock tunes. And from what I hear, I haven't heard them because they play mainly up in Tahoe, but they do some really great stones and, you know, uh, all kinds of different really cool 70s, 80s classic rock songs. And they sound super authentic. Then right after them, and right before we go up, Kyle Ledson's coming up. Kyle Ledson, our, our new local legend, th- that kid must be on the radio 50 times a week with some new song that he's recorded. He's got a couple of his friends going to join him, and they're going up right before us. And then we're going to step onto the stage around 8.30, and we're going to give you guys a 90-minute set. And we're just looking so much forward to it. So that's the Deer Creek Music Festival. It's July 24th. 
And I assume that Petty Love's not just doing this as a one-off, then you will, guys will continue performing. That's right. We have a show booked in August at the Crazy Horse, so we'll be back there August 28th, and the calendar's starting to fill in. I've got some things that need confirming, but um, and we're even talking about a major New Year's Eve gig. So yeah, things are things are cooking again, and it feels really good, and the band sounds really great, and we, you know, we've got a couple new members. You know, we lost our drummer a year ago, and uh, to brain cancer, and so we're just kind of carrying on, rehearsing, and not resting on our laurels at all, and just trying to sound as good as we can. Give us the current lineup of Petty Love. Let me see if I can remember. There's so many. <laughs> well, you've got you've got our new drummer Eric Bennett. Charles Probert's on bass. We've got Vince Cantor on keyboards. And man, he's a nice, he's a good keyboard player. He's got some great sounds. Also joining us, Phil Missimore on lead guitar. But lead guitar is going to be kind of a revolving door this year. Michael Ward will be back with us maybe in August. Uh, he's got somewhere to be on the 24th or he'd be, be here with us. Johnny Mack, my co-lead. He's been with me from the start. And uh, myself. Which would be Chris Kelly. That's right, a.k.a. Christopher Love. <laughs> okay. So that's Petty, Lo- that's Petty Love playing at the Deer Creek Music Festival. It's happening July 24th at Pioneer Park, put on by the Miners Foundry. For more information, how can they get that, Chris? You can find it on Facebook. You can go to the web. Uh, Petty Love's got a website, Petty Love Music. It's on there, the minersfoundry.org. There, all the information you need will be there. Uh, Facebook, at Petty Love Music. You can also search Deer Creek Music Festival, and that'll pop right up, and you can get tickets right online at Eventsprite. We highly encourage that. So there's plenty of ways to get tickets. You can also just go to the Miner's Foundry box office during the day and, and buy tickets there. There will be tickets available at the gate, too. We've been talking with Chris Kelly from Petty Love, who are going to be at the Deer Creek Music Festival on July 24th. We wish you the best, Chris. Thank you, Felton, and I look forward to seeing you there. That's our newscast for tonight, Friday, July 9th, 2021. We get support from Zelmer Law Group, a real estate and business law firm with offices in Nevada City and Santa Rosa. Jay Zelmer has been practicing law in California since 1983. More information online at zelmerlawgroup.com and Dr. Saul Barros and Audiology Associates Hearing Center, connecting the Nevada County community to the sounds of life. Offering holistic hearing health care, including hearing tests, earwax removal, hearing aids, and counseling. More information at grassvalleyhearing.com. Tonight at 6.30, go back in time to the 70s with the California Report magazine. The evening show takes a look at the Black Panther Party's house band, The Lumpin', and the explosive music that helped drive the movement. Then, at 7, we have Democracy Now! with host Amy Goodman. Thanks for listening. I'm Kelly Reese, signing off. Have a great weekend, and for the love of all that is holy, stay cool.